Hello, everybody. So, it's week four. Um, it's been really fun just being able to talk about the show I love. You know, because everybody, I feel like, or who watches the show probably wants to talk about it with somebody. But we don't always get the opportunity to do so. So, it's just been really fun. Basic uh, words of gratitude. Probably pretty random, but it's just how I feel. Uh, so last night was the reunion, part one. Apparently, I didn't know that there was going to be a part two. Um, well, I knew that there was going to be a segment about things that they didn't show. So I would be interested to know if that's separate or if it's the same thing. I'm assuming it's probably the same thing, but hey, if it's separate, then that gives me more stuff to watch and more stuff to talk about. So I'm not going to complain. After this season's over, I'm kind of going to be at a loss for what to talk about besides character update, or not character, contestant, like deep dives and season updates and things like that. But I feel like I would rather prefer to talk about an episode. So keep it coming, MTV. Please, please, please. So obviously... It didn't take a fool to notice that people were missing from the reunion. There was seven people that were gone. Okay, honestly, I I knew it was seven, but I didn't know who the seventh person was. I knew that Asaf was gone. Jen Lee was gone. Dee was gone, obviously. Jordan was gone. Rogan was gone. Maddie was gone. And I was... I couldn't figure out who the other person was until I realized it was Bear because I hadn't seen him in a while, but I kind of thought that it was Big T because you didn't really hear from her, I think, until it had been like an hour in, but she had a, she had a couple of speaking lines about fresh cotton pads because that's like her thing now, it's like her running gag, so I don't know, I feel like everybody should have gotten the opportunity to talk evenly or at least somewhat evenly because certain people tended to monopolize um but I guess with big players like Jordan gone he that kind of like doesn't obviously let him monopolize the conversation and it doesn't let Tori do it either because she didn't really talk which was surprising but again Jordan wasn't there I wonder where he was I wonder where she sent him off probably said go get me a coffee bro I'm doing the reunion I could I could just imagine that happening and honestly I think I would feel kind of bad if I was one of the people who wasn't like either invited or just decided not to go to the reunion because obviously if you're somebody like a soft or Jen you're first and second boot so what's really the point and neither of them really had a storyline. I mean, Kyle didn't really have a storyline either, but he got second place, so I feel like that's why he was there. Asaf arguably did more than certain people in one episode than in the entire season. And I think a lot of it had to do with Nani. Well, not I think, I know. But still, he definitely had a bit of an impact. Not as much as others, but... More than others at the same time. So, obviously D 
got popped for racist comments and she got banned from MTV. Which I think, I feel like at the time, I thought, oh, this is a great lesson for her to learn. Maybe she won't be racist anymore. Maybe this will change her because she's not going to have this TV exposure anymore. But then I realized that there's still people like Jordan and Bananas still continuing to be given a platform. And I'm happy that Jordan didn't show up because I'm thinking his past with his racist and sexist comments could have come back to haunt him in this sense and they told him you're not invited. And obviously Bananas is going to be invited because not only did he win... But he's kind of the golden boy, so I don't think that they're ever going to cut ties with him. Which is a shame, but it, you know, like it doesn't really hurt us. It's really only hurting them because they're showing their support for somebody like that. Like, I don't know a single person who, okay, I know people who call him the GOAT, say that he's the best player to ever play, which whatever, he's not. He's good, but he's not the best. I don't know who the best is, but he's certainly not it. Certainly not it. I I will die on that hill. Bananas is not the best competitor. And I just don't... I think a lot of the reason why I don't like him is because of the whole Sarah thing. And I think what made it worse for me was how Ashley did something very similar only a couple seasons later, and she got so much more hate for it than he did. Well, I guess at the time. I haven't really heard people talking about her like that anymore, but uh, people still talk to Bananas about it, but I think that kind of made me really upset with the way that it was handled, just because I feel like Ashley was justified and Bananas was not. You can't... I guess you can find some reasons as to why Ashley may not have been justified, but probably only because it was more money. Like, she took a million dollars and he took, well, she kept the full million. He kept 275 or something. I'm just like, bro, just give it to her. Like, you've made so much off of this show, just give it. I don't know. Um, so I feel like she kind of gets a lot of undeserved hate, and the reunion even kind of touched on their rivalry a little bit, which I think could be because of that, because they're the only two people who have been in the position to take all of the money, and they they did so. I'm sure third, well, Final Reckoning didn't have a second and third place, it was winner take all. Rivals had a second and third place, and I can't remember how the whole money breakdown went but I think that okay I know that I'm pretty sure that Vince decided to split it which it wasn't nearly as much but I mean at least he at least he did the right thing in the moment you know so I guess he's cool for doing that um still not memorable but that was the right thing to do so it's weird that his cousin didn't do the same. Uh, Ashley kind of 
cracked me up last night with all of her talk about storylines and pregame alliances. And honestly, I think that she's smart for not wanting to take the time to make the alliances pregame. Because when you do that, it kind of limits your abilities to make new bonds, form new relationships, because people are going to be like, well, we made a pre-game alliance, and you need to stick to that. That's stupid. Like, if I was her, I wouldn't do that either. Because there's no guarantee that you're even going to be on. Because what if you get dropped at the last minute, or what if you get, I don't know, some weird disease, like COVID, for example. Obviously, by the time they start filming again, COVID's hopefully gonna have died down fully or at least a little bit because they're gonna be able to film again but you never know what can happen and people get dropped at the last minute all the time it's happened on survivor it's happened on big brother and i'm sure it's happened on challenge i don't know specific names but i i just know i know in my big brain (laughs) so i feel like she does kind of get a lot of undeserved hate like she's not my favorite person mostly in part just because it's hard to hear her talk just just with the accent it's just to me it doesn't seem it just doesn't seem like something that would fit her but I think she's a funny person and she tells it like it is so I respect her for that and take the money from Hunter I don't like, the, it was her decision, you know? Like, I thought that he would have won, but he did not. She did, you know? And I can't assume otherwise. Um, So that's kind of... I also kind of noticed a theme of, like, a double standard, definitely, last night, just with the whole season. So she was definitely a person who had to deal with that because... Bananas has been lauded for his social game, but then he told Ashley, like, oh, don't talk to anybody. You can't have a social game. So he kind of placed that on her, and obviously she still tried, but she got punished for it. Which, in my opinion, is totally a double standard. Because how come he can make alliances, but she can't? And, I mean, I feel like I wouldn't be mad, too, even if it was the other way around. If she was the one who was saying, you can't talk to people... But it wasn't the case. So you can use the double standard argument. Which, okay, I feel like it's bad either way. But I just don't think people should be telling other people not to talk to each other. Like, let them play their game. You guys aren't in an alliance, so why do you care what each other is doing? It shouldn't matter to you. Just play your own game and don't worry about it. Um, So... Kayla and Bear was obviously one of the main storylines of the reunion. And maybe that's why Bear wasn't there. Maybe he just didn't want to talk about it. But Kayla still had to talk about it. And the host, Vernon Davis, like, first of all, I feel like he was a good host and he asked good questions. But his pacing was kind of poor. Like, he kind of wouldn't really give people a lot of room to talk. He would say, okay, we're moving on. Or he would just ask somebody else a question. 
that maybe I'd been asked five questions already. So it kind of seemed like certain people were preferred. And but he did ask a good question to Kayla. And she was kind of taken aback. He was like, well, is being bored a reason to cheat? And she was like, oh, wow. And people kind of tried to defend her about it. And, uh, like, I don't, I don't like Kayla. Just simply based on her attitude. But I feel like it would have been better to ask Bear as well or to ask them both. Because he had a girlfriend too and they kind of evaded to mention that. They only mentioned Kayla's boyfriend. But they could have said, oh, well, they flirted and they kissed even though they were both in relationships but they didn't talk about that so it kind of makes Kayla look like the bad guy in the sense when she's she is but she's not the only one I think that shows seem to do that often where they kind of condemn the girl for doing something that somebody else did the same and maybe it's not even direct or maybe it's not even intended but it still kind of happens and it makes you feel bad for these people. It definitely makes you, if you ever get on reality TV, it makes you not want to cheat, which no one should want to cheat. But I think that shouldn't be the main reason because, oh, I'm going to be hated for it more than the guy I cheated with. It's one thing if it's like a girl who has a boyfriend and the guy doesn't have a girlfriend. Like... I'm rewatching Rivals One and Jazz like Jasmine uh, she was hooking up with Tyree even though she had a boyfriend back at home and I don't think he had a girlfriend so that's like obviously the girl's gonna have some repercussions for that, which is understandable. But if the guy and the girl are doing it, then why are you gonna assume that it's the girl's fault? And they kind of did the same with Melissa. They kind of painted her out to be like this homewrecker, even though Kyle had a girlfriend at home and they didn't mention that. There was rumors going around that he said, I would leave my girlfriend for Melissa, which is probably why these rumors of him getting her pregnant were totally prominent at some time. And they still are. Not as much, but... It's still something that was touched on at the reunion. And he was embarrassed about it. And I feel like they both kind of got some backlash for that. But I don't know. It just didn't really seem fair to me that certain people were punished more than others. Or they could have said, hey, you shouldn't have done that no matter who you are. Because it shouldn't matter. It kind of makes you think, wow, I want to be the guy in this scenario if I decide to cheat. The only time I can really think of that a guy who cheated really got in trouble, and he still has, even though he's he's claimed he's changed, has been Tony. Because he cheated multiple times, but they were able to move on together. You know, like, they were able to kind of talk it out. Like, there's still going to be trust issues, but we care about each other. And now they're engaged. Tony and his girlfriend are engaged. (laughs) Makes me sad. (laughs) I'm 
so pathetic, honestly. <laughs> I just, I can't believe I'm actually sad about that. Because she's pretty. But obviously, when you like someone who's from reality TV, you're like, oh. But, like, none of us are ever going to be with him. So, those of us who are upset, maybe you should just deal. Or maybe just pretend that it's not happening, even though he posts pictures of her all the time. It's basically become a joint account, which I hate those. And it just kind of rubs it in your face. But anyway, okay, um, I'm done. <laughs> if I talk about Tony, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna start slapping myself every time I start to say Tony. I'm gonna be like, no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> I just okay. Wow, I'm totally getting off on tangent right now. I feel like Kyle, uh, is anybody's palms sweaty? That was, that was funny. That was like one of two funny moments in the entire reunion. The only other funny moment was when Jay and Big T were talking and then he tried to fake this British accent. She was like, oh, hospital. Well, good thing you don't have fresh cotton pads. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mentioned that that was her running gag. But that was funny. That had me laughing. So did the part where Wes caught Josh lurking through his Instagram account. I'm just like, why do you have your phone out during this? But then CT was laying down and scrolling through his phone as if he wasn't even there. And CT had a pretty piss poor attitude for being at the reunion. He's probably getting paid thousands of dollars. And I guess I understand the frustration since he was out third, so he didn't really get asked a lot of stuff. And the things that he did get asked, I feel like I would just be kind of annoyed. Because you can't tell them not to ask you that. Like, maybe you can deflect, kind of like what Zach did with Jenna, but you're bound to get asked because that was, like, his big thing about the season. Um, but would I have had such a bad attitude? No. Like, I guess it wasn't horrible. He wasn't rude or anything, but he just seems like he didn't want to be there. And it's like, bro, you're, you're probably getting paid, so just deal with it. Just leave if you don't feel comfortable, like Nani did twice. She walked off once crying or something, and then she just said, like, I've been up since 4 a.m., so... I'm leaving. So it makes you think how long they've actually really been there. I heard somewhere it was six hours or something. And I kind of... How cool would it be if they were they would just give us all of the footage from the reunion so that way it doesn't seem edited or paced weirdly. Um, because it seemed weirdly paced and I'm sure that a lot of stuff got left out because I know for a fact that I follow some spoiler accounts on Twitter and they were talking about it on Facebook as well. Kyle had mentioned that the finals rigged for bananas and that he wasn't going to play again because of it and obviously they're not going to mention that but I think it would be cool for them to release the full thing so you can see what you missed. Obviously they're not going to do that but what does it cost you guys to just release it all? Maybe leave stuff out that's like, if someone says the N-word or the hard R, like obviously leave it out. But 
if it's not really harmless or if it's funny and it makes it flow better, then why not just show us everything? And I feel like a lot of the reason why it didn't flow well was I don't want to blame Vernon Davis and I don't think it's fully his fault, but you could tell that he was reading and that he wasn't fully prepared and he's a football player. I'm like, is this your guys' attempt at diversity, equity, and inclusion? Like, that that kind of sucks. He wasn't horrible, but it was... I was thinking that he was going to be like Swaggy P, Nick Young, from the previous reunion, who basically just sat there, maybe said two words, was probably high throughout the whole thing. And... Obviously, it was just Vernon Davis. I feel like he asked good questions, but I didn't like the fact that he would ask people the same thing multiple times or something similar. Um, He would kind of try to rush people, and I just wish he was a little bit more prepared. It's good to have notes or whatever, but look through them before and then be ready to go after. Don't just be looking at them trying to fill some stupid storyline. Or, because you have to be spontaneous. That's like public speaking one-on-one. You can't just be looking at notes. You can't try to memorize your speech. You have to... I took a public speaking class and I don't remember what the what the word was that my teacher said. But she basically just implied, don't assume that you're going to memorize your speech like it's cool to maybe have notes and then kind of talk about different things and try to place it together like story but don't just read off of your notes like even someone who started a podcast I was thinking should I should I have notes in front of me and I I haven't so maybe that's why I stumble a bit but I would rather do that than make it seem like I'm reading off of a script because that's just not that's not fun like those who are on plays and shows and movies they don't get to read off their script the whole time they do a little bit but not fully so I just feel like that kind of makes for a better viewing experience oh okay I can't believe I didn't talk about this yet um, I knew I wanted to talk about it. But Nani and Denisa, that that was kind of crazy. I mentioned that Nani walked away, like, upset, and that was why. But the way that they had, ed- the way that they had shown it in the, the commercial, the promotion before, Nani, I thought that she was going to get into it with CT, which didn't really make sense to me, but I thought, I don't know, anything's possible in this season so maybe they'll get into it maybe he'll make some rude comment I don't know I don't know I wouldn't be surprised though just with this attitude but I think watching it I can see why she was upset just because I think that they both had reason to be upset and to be hurt but I feel like there was better ways that both of them could have handled it Nani didn't need to throw a cup of noodles at Anissa because A, you give Rogan floor food. He literally ate it off the floor. 
you allow people to kind of act like clowns and they should have just dealt with it separately. Which she did apologize for it in the morning. But then you get to the reunion and they still haven't fully recovered. But I did did feel for her when she said that she wished Anissa was there for her a little bit more. Instead of kind of calling them out in front of a group of people. Like she... She said, I wish he would have just taken me to the bathroom and said, hey, hang it up. Stop. Don't do that because she has a girlfriend. But then she went to Casey instead, who she hardly knew. Which that would bother me. But I feel like the best way to deal with it would have just been to talk to them both separately. And tell them both, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. So that way nobody feels left out. Yet you still get the point across and maybe they'll be a little bit more receptive. Because if it was me, I would be totally receptive. And obviously it's hard when the person is drunk. But that doesn't mean that you can't talk to them at all. And you're just going to make them more upset if you try to poke the bear. <sighs> poke the bear. That's funny. Um, I just... It's really, I feel like it was just shocking to me, that whole scenario. And obviously, Anissa has a reason to be upset, too, because of the way that Nani had talked to her. But I wonder if she had handled the situation a little bit better, or maybe just even left it be. Would would Nani have been upset, or would Nani have been like, yo, you should have talked to me about it? So there's always pros and cons of situations like that. Because if you only talk to one of them, the other person might be like, oh, well, why didn't you talk to me? Why did you put her first? But even after Anissa talked to her, they still continued to flirt. And it kind of led to the Bailey issues. Because Bailey was like, we had a very similar relationship in Big Brother as you did with Nani. And... I'm not surprised that they're not talking. And throughout that entire segment, Swaggy C was so upset. And I don't blame him. I feel like he has every reason to be. Because he wasn't around. And it makes me think what it would have happened if he was. Like, if he was still there. And what he would have done. Because I know he would have went up to bat for her. But, like, would he have done enough to get kicked off the show or maybe quit or something or maybe made Bailey leave but I I really have no idea but he's just like standing right there when maybe it could have been a personal conversation like they were just yelling and screaming at each other and Casey just didn't really seem receptive to move forward which I feel like Bailey could have moved I feel like she even seemed receptive to move forward in a way. Like, she didn't say it, but she seemed like it. Because she seems like a super forgiving person. Just given everything that's gone on. But, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't meant to be for them to be friends. Even though, because Bailey didn't like Tyler enough, Casey ended up winning Big Brother. So, you should probably weigh that. You're $5,000 richer because, well... Basically because Tyler messed up, but because Bailey capitalized on that and voted for you to win. 
even though she said how difficult it was. And you can go back a couple episodes where I talk about this a little bit more in detail, but I'm glad that they touched on it. (laughs) And it was funny to see people just eating their metaphorical popcorn and thinking that it's just some amazing thing. That's just so funny. A lot of people thought a lot of those storylines and arguments were funny. Like, I think what people maybe thought was the most funny was, or shocking, obviously, was Wes and Bananas. Because they had a 20-year-old rivalry, which hasn't really been that long. When he said it, it didn't fully add up to me in the moment, but it, it could be 20 years. You know, I know Bananas has done 20 seasons, but has Wes done 20 seasons? I think not. I really think not. I'm not sure, because I haven't watched that far back yet. I haven't watched Bananas first season, but maybe they knew each other before and just didn't like each other. But it was cool to see them come together and to have it essentially end like that. But I wish that it had been a little bit more of an intense competition rather than punching a wall and trying to find batteries when production can place them anywhere they want. So when Wes couldn't find his, I was like, does he even have three in there? Because I thought that he had like punched all of his walls ready and he just wasn't able to find him and bananas was able to find them so easily so obviously it's probably going to be set up for him to win but i'm not gonna even argue with production they're just gonna do what they want to do certain production companies and entities are super corrupt like that but if it's what gets some viewers and makes for good tv whatever it was boring But the rivalry makes for good TV. And I'm glad that they seem like friends now. Even though I had heard that they... Or Wes had... I think Wes had blocked Bananas. Or blocked Bananas' girlfriend. And then I think Bananas blocked Wes. Which I don't know. But maybe they're tight now. And that I think that was after the reunion was filmed. So... They might not be friends, and maybe next time you see them both, they'll hate each other again. But it was pretty iconic. Just even watching a few seasons when you know that they don't like each other, just to see them come together and be able to connect. Even though in Rivals, I mentioned I was watching it, they seem to be able to work well together. Like, they wouldn't directly talk to each other, but they were at least cordial because they were all in the same alliance. Which was that alliance was really weird to me. That whole season was just really strange. But maybe that was also a rare time that they actually did get along. Maybe just by association, but it happened. You know, a lot of the stuff is just by association. If you're guilty, it's probably because someone you're aligned with is not liked by the house or something like that. Which is a bummer. You know, and it kind of happened with Zach and Jenna. So I'm going to kind of segue into that. Because Zach made a surprise appearance. And they made it seem like, oh, the second coming of Christ is appearing on my season. (laughs) And he just didn't even 
really want to talk about anything. It was almost just like he was just there as dead weight because um, Vernon asked, what did you find that made you question the relationship? And Jack was like, well, I'm not going to answer that. You can keep asking, but I'm not going to answer. So it's just, don't even ask those questions because obviously he's not going to respond. He's not going to be like, oh, well, I found this. You know, because it's embarrassing to her and it's embarrassing to him. And it just kind of... I like the drama, but obviously he's not going to say it. If it was me, I wouldn't say it. Because that's kind of my own personal thing. And they would forward and they both seemed happy with it. But, I don't know. I noticed that Corey had some nice things to say about her. And I didn't know that he actually coined the phrase Barbie Beast. Um, I mean, it fits, but Zach looked so mad when he was talking about that, and Corey was so excited just to get the word out about that. He was like, yo, I created this. Wow, how cool am I? <laughs> it was really funny. My mom was kind of shocked about that. So, obviously, it kind of leads your mind to wander and think, did he find stuff with Jenna and Corey, which is highly unlikely in my opinion. But you never know. Maybe he was just being nice. Maybe he was just trying to be funny. But that's the thing that I hope that next week they do kind of touch on a little bit more. I saw for the promo that Josh and Melissa, it looked like it was Josh hooked up or something in the bed. And I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> even my mom. My mom was like, why do you watch this? Like, that's gross. <laughs> but it it was probably before their fallout or whatever. And maybe the hookup was just horrible. So she just turned turned against him or something. But I'll, I'll be excited to hear a little bit more about that. Um, I don't want to say that I hope Zach comes back. But I hope he does for the drama's sake. Hope that we get to hear more from Ashley. Maybe we'll get to hear why certain people didn't show up. Because I'm wondering if for the um, the things that they didn't show segment, are they going to show stuff from the people who didn't come? Because they didn't really show anybody except for Bear and some brief snippets of Dean and Rogan but it wasn't really touched on like hey this is what Dean Rogan did or this is what Bear did the only reason they showed it was because of Kayla so I'm gonna try to find out why they weren't there and hopefully I can have some tea for you guys next time I can't believe 35 minutes goes by so quickly it feels like I've been talking for 10 And it's hard to keep talking because you kind of have to catch your breath. Obviously, I have to do a lot. But it's uh, people talk and they need to catch their breath. So it's not abnormal or anything. But I hope you guys like this recap of part one. Part two, I feel like it's going to be a movie. It's going to be an adventure. And I'm excited to watch and recap on Thursday as usual. Thank you all for being loyal little listeners, and I'll catch you then. See ya.